What's going on? We're back here at the Chris and Ant Show. What's, what's up? What's up? What's going on, Ant? Not much, brother. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. We got a great show for you today. We got some hot topics on the list. The first one is a kind of a sad one, to be honest with you. Yeah, it is for real. Yeah, eight people killed at the Travis Scott Astro World Festival in mm. Houston. Terrible news. Terrible news. Terrible. Not much you can say other than that. Colin Powell passes away to COVID-19 complications, age 84. So, yep. Got a lot of people that are passing away. A lot of people going down right now. And, yep. Well, I wish the best to your family. Pfizer stock soars. It went zoom. Rocket ship. Soared a little bit there. They're not rocket. I don't know if it's rocket pill. Not a rocket ship. Not a rocket. It busted up a a, a a few points. Uh, What else we got there, bro? Uh, also, Aaron Rodgers tests positive for COVID, so he's not going to be playing this week, and he also said some very interesting things about his COVID regime, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Also, the Browns are cutting, or already cut, OBJ after the yeah. controversial releasing of the video where, you know, Baker Mayfield just isn't yeah. passing him the ball, so we're going to talk about that. Also, Chris... The Knicks beat the Bucks. I don't they know. They did beat the Bucks. We'll talk about it. We're though. talking about that. And last on the agenda, it's fight night tonight. We got a lot of great fights, great fight. UFC and boxing. So we're going to talk about Canelo and Plant, Thug Rose versus Wei Lee, and Usman versus Covington. We're going to give some predictions. And uh, yeah, that's what we're uh, we're rolling with today. So let's get it on. That's right. Best card they've ever created. Yeah, absolutely. Again. Again, right. <laughs> All right. So our first topic here, again, eight people killed at the Travis Scott Astro World Festival in Houston. Yeah. I mean, that's just terrible news for the music community, terrible news just in general. I mean, you, you never go to a music festival and think, you know, I'm going to, something like that is going to happen. Right. I mean, I one mean, of the people that passed was a 10-year-old child. Wow. That's... Not, I'm not sure why a 10-year-old child is there, but nonetheless, it's still sad. I mean, that's terrible news. There are about 50,000 people at this festival, and it happened during a crowd surge. So 50,000, I don't know. I don't know how many people were in the surge. Maybe all of them pushed forward to the front of the stage. Eight people die. I think something like over 300 people were treated for, for other kinds of injuries. And it's just sad. Honestly, it's just sad. I've been to concerts, rock concerts. I've been in these surges before. Yeah, sometimes when them crowds get pushing, it's tough. It's tough. You can't, I mean. Yeah, they get scary. Sometimes it gets hard to breathe. Yeah. I mean, I would just say that if you're out there and you're in these surges and you want to get out of the surge, what I always did is I crowd surfed. I'd tell people around me, pick me up, and I would try to crowd surf my way to the front or the back, and and I would get out of the crowd. That's That's the decent way to get out. That's like the only way to get out. Otherwise, I mean, I, yeah, to be, yeah, you're, you're probably right about that. And like you said, I mean, eight passed away at the Travis Scott concert because of a surge and just, I mean, big prayers, big love goes out to all the families affected by that. Yeah. I mean, just, you can't say enough about that, but you're absolutely right. We've been to the concerts where the surge happens and it's just impossible to even push against that whole crowd. I mean, if you try it, you just fail. You, you kind of just turn into a big wave yeah. of bodies it's hard to breathe so i mean i was also reading reports that 
Um, there was people trying to help all the people up, but they said it was very muddy there, which obviously we've been to the outdoor concerts. Oh, they wow. get muddy if it gets wet. You know, people are throwing beers Muddy, everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say with the water. So, sweat, I mean, you're falling on the ground. I they mean, were saying it was, you know, muddy. So they couldn't, you know, pull people up. And I even saw a video, which I kind of regretting that I even seen it. But, oh, this the this, there was a, a guy that was being carried out by the security. And you could literally see him. He was just, you know, unconscious for sure. And Travis Scott is just up on like this, you know scaffolding i guess yeah just continuing to sing and i've and then all these fans well he did stop it i mean he did well, once he realized it he stopped it, yeah told of course. The, you know told security to help people out and stuff so i mean he did yeah. it once he did but it's so fifty thousand people lights well, dark flashing lights i mean it's hard to even see what's going on in the well I'm, i don't know that travis scott i mean i don't i don't think the fans can really get mad at travis scott even if he was singing because first off you don't know if you didn't know the guy's health situation from seeing him at 40 feet up on a scaffolding right, and saying, you know, right. he's in the crowd. Like he looked unconscious. Yeah. But you, you might not have been able to tell he was unconscious from up there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know that Travis Scott meant any negative, you know, but yeah, that's just a terrible situation to be in. So yeah. again, hats off and, you know, love and prayers go out to all the families and people, friends affected by, that tragedy i mean this one's going to be felt in the music music world for quite some time i think yeah i would just say you know if you're going to if you're in that music crowd you know learn from this if you're surging the front stages you know if you're young you shouldn't be in there you know maybe think about surging the front with if you're in that big of a crowd or something you know obviously we don't want this to happen you know moving forward so like you said you know i hope the families i hope they find some time to heal um, you know, this is a terrible event. My heart goes out to everyone affected. And I hope that, you know, something like this never happens, yeah. especially at a music event. I mean, that's just terrible. And you know what this might surge, though, is this might get these concert holders to start, you know, paying attention to the, these little scenes more. You know, yeah. when the when the when the surges or maybe the mosh pits start, maybe these artists are going to start looking for this more. So th this this will have some benefits but it's it's a terrible tragedy agreed colin powell passes away at age 84 to covid 19 complications so 84 years old i mean colin powell's a patriot an american patriot yeah, he's absolutely. done a lot to fight for you know american freedoms to protect and to serve the people of the great united states so, I mean, 84, he had a great life. I mean, I, I can't say that 84 is, it's not a young age to die, right? right. I mean, I, I wish mean, he, he would have lasted as long as possible. Right. But, you know, he did have some underlying health issues there. I'm at 84. He was completely vaccinated. So, he, he passed away to COVID-19 complications, completely vaccinated. Um, I'm not sure what the complications were. They haven't really came out and said, you know, exactly what happened. Just that, that he passed right. from complications. Yeah. Um, but I mean, realistically, you know, I, 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 I appreciate you, Colin or yeah. Colin. I, I appreciate you. I mean, you've been fighting for our freedoms. You're a great American. You, you, I mean, you're a great person. So we appreciate you. Hats off to you. Um, and, and our rest in peace, of course. Absolutely. And, and again, uh, we've been starting this out a little bit today, but you know, that's what's in the news. Hearts, prayers, love goes out to all the family and friends of Colin Powell. He had a lot of them. Cause like you said, he was a Patriot. 
He was national security advisor to Ronald Reagan in 87. He was the first African, African American of the joint chief of staff under George Bush. So, I mean, his credentials are just, yeah. I mean, untouchable. I mean, the man is, is a patriot. He's a legend. Um, hats off, love to him, prayers yeah, got to a everyone resume, affected. Probably I mean, most people will never touch. I Oh, yeah. I mean, so. he's he's... Well, he's one of a kind. He is. He's amazing. So again, hate to see somebody go out. But like you said, eighty-four. So he did live a good life and lived uh, a good life. Uh, you know, his legacy is going to be remembered. He's left his stamp on American history. Absolutely. I mean, he's definitely done a lot of great things. So, you know, Colin Powell, we appreciate you, Colin Powell's family. Thank you for, um, you know, providing the world with a great human being and a great role model to yep. us Americans. And you know, we hope that you guys. Um, find that peace you need and, and grieve the way you need to and and rest in peace yeah rest in peace colin powell so on lighter news pfizer stock soars after a positive pill test result what do you think about that bro so yeah pfizer apparently they're testing a covid19 pill um so that you know kind of like a vaccine so you don't have to take a shot you potentially right. can take a pill and, and their, their stock jumped up, I want to say, 11% because of the news. So if you add some Pfizer stock, if you're holding some of it, boom, um, boom. you definitely are excited about that, right? Yep, so you can't be, can't be mad there. I mean, if you're not investing your money, you're making a mistake. So, you know, we're, we're investors. We manage a hedge fund. We firmly believe that you should be putting your money into investments, into markets, crypto, options, stocks, you know, whatever you're comfortable with so that you can grow your money. So... Uh, I love that their their stock soared. Um, testing a COVID nineteen pill. I mean, this is what I think. You know, why do we need another vehicle that's a COVID nineteen vaccine? That's what I honestly think. I mean, we have people that are passing from cancer, from cardiac arrest, from all of these other different things, and they're starting to overlook these more serious diseases because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, that's so like, that's do we really need every single medicine developer in the United States and the world creating more COVID-19 things like we haven't I mean, solved cancer yet? We haven't solved a lot of these things that are definitely more detrimental to people's life and well-being yet here. Everybody in the world is focusing on COVID-19 vaccinate this pills for that COVID-19 rapid booster tests, shots booster shots kid shots blah, blah, adult blah. shots like they got like let's all. let's get back to pre-COVID when we were worried about things that were a little bit more serious I mean people like I said more people are dying to cardiac arrest and I don't Heart see disease. that same energy you know I don't see that same energy from these medicine makers from these politicians from you know, general media saying, hey, stop eating fast food. Stop eating this. It's bad for your health. You're right. going to die at a young age. You're going to you don't see that. But yeah. you see everybody concerned about a COVID-19 vaccine or not being vaccine or blah, blah, blah. Aaron can't play football. Kyrie can't play basketball. Yeah. You have all this the stuff. Flu. The flu. Yeah. Over the flu. So, like, that's what I'm kind of tired of, to be honest with you. Let's get back to pre-COVID. Yeah. And let's focus more on things like cancer. Like, let's get cancer out of the way. Like, I, don't, I saw people getting misdiagnosed or late diagnosed with cancer because they're so worried about COVID. Right. I don't disagree with that for sure. I mean, 
I mean, it is tight though. If, we, if you had the Pfizer stock, you soared 11% yesterday. So that's what's up. I mean, you got a little, little positive percentage there. The pill actually caused reducing of hospitalization and death for high risk patients. So that was the big news behind the pill and you know, why, why it got, you know, probably 11% surge. The funny thing is, um, Moderno and some of the Novavax and some of the other um, they vaccines. Let Colin get one of them pills. Well, my goodness. Yeah, they they or probably should have. I keep saying Colin. It's colon. So, yeah, they should have. Um, but some of them others, the COVID stocks are starting to, like, decrease. So Pfizer was one of the only ones that increased the other day. So, I mean, that's cool. But I, I do agree with you that now that COVID hit and these Democrats and politicians are really trying to push the fear to get their agenda across they don't want you to think about anything else they don't want you to think about cancer they don't want you to think about heart disease i mean how breast cancer i mean cervical cancer lymphoma like i mean there's cancers for pretty much every part of your body and we're ignoring them all for covid which is like you know the flu on steroids a little bit so i mean i definitely agree with you there but it is cool news i mean if Pfizer is also having their, they got a big team. So I, I can't imagine that they took everybody off everything else and put them all on COVID. Like sure. they have to have some people still working on their heart disease pills or whatever else, you know, Fi- I guarantee you Pfizer is in every aspect of medicine. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, I mean, you would think that I would hope that they didn't, but I agree with you there. And on the COVID note, Aaron Rodgers test positive for COVID so he's not playing this uh, this week. So the Packers are going to have a little bit of a little bit harder time without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's if you lose Aaron Rodgers, that's a big loss there. So he's not playing this week. The reason he says he's not vaccinated too, which everybody's getting on him about this whole vaccination thing, because you know the whole woke media they just love to tell you how to live your life. You know, if you don't do this, you're da da da. Like, shut up, you woke. Anyway. So he said he's allergic to the COVID, like in a, um, some of the ingredients in the COVID vaccine, yeah. which is why he hasn't taken them, um, which is a good idea. If you're allergic to the ingredients, I would say, why would you be taking them? So, I mean, how could you hate on Aaron Rodgers for that? Um, and he's also, I think one cool thing he says is he said, health is not a one size fits all. And he doesn't think people should try and fit fit it into that mold you know what i'm saying everybody is not the same so and he said he doesn't understand why people are trying to fit it in the mold because just because of a crazy woke culture so i agree with him i mean this whole woke culture cancel culture i can tell you what to do culture just because i think i know what i'm talking about i i just i can't stand it yeah and i'm kind of with you there and you know maybe if aaron Rodgers would have got that pfizer covid pill you know maybe you wouldn't be allergic to the stuff in the pill i don't know but yeah maybe realistically you probably wouldn't take that pill either so um you know which is i think that's what's most exciting about the pfizer news is you know that the stock went up 11 percent yeah you're a stockholder you saw some of them gains and you know that's what i think is the coolest thing so if you're an accredited investor i'm just gonna put a little shameless plug in now Go to loom.investments. Yep. Take a look at our hedge fund, high risk, high reward kind of style investing. Throw the email um, in there. And drop us your email. If you're an accredited investor, I mean, we'll help you out there. But 
jumping back to Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, I just he can't play some football. You know, I guess that's not the worst thing in the world. I, you know, I think that it's it's kind of being overblown. You know, it's more of like a dog and pony show to me. Yeah, you know, in the military, that's what we used to dog say. And pony show. You know, when the officers would come around, is you know we have to put on the dog and pony show. Yep. And, and that's kind of to me what this is. You know, schools across the world or across the U.S. at least, and probably across the world are putting on this dog and pony show. You got students wearing masks for no reasons. You got teachers wearing masks for no reasons. Uh, I believe they all have to be vaccinated anyway. And so it's like you got a vaccination, but you can still get COVID when you're vaccine, when you're vaccinated, you can still die when you're vaccinated. So is it effective? Why are we wearing the mask anyway? If we're vaccinated, you know, is it effective? I'm not really sure. Goodness. You know, you got 1% of the people somewhere around there that get COVID pass away. And yet again, like I was saying, you know, we're ignoring things like cancer and you know, cardiac problems and, and, you know, just obesity and all of these other things we're completely ignoring to yeah. focus on COVID. So well, to, to be me, fair enough, obesity has always been kind of ignored in America. Well, yeah, but my point is let's have the same energy for the things that are actually affecting our people. Like we don't yeah. want an obese group of Americans. We want healthy Americans. Well, they right? like so, to eat, you know, you know, they like to eat. That would food. be something we should. And this is the thing. COVID-19 will kill you if you are obese a lot more than it will if you're not if you're in shape you're pretty good as uh, unless you're older so realistically if we were to push you know losing weight and being more healthy then we would actually be able to fight COVID-19 better as a society so it all comes back to just being healthy Americans you don't push being healthy Americans but you push COVID-19 that's killing you know, 1% of the people. Well, so to me, yeah. I'm glad like Aaron Rodgers, Kyrie Irving, people with big names are kind of, you know, stepping back and saying, I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm not going to, you know, play into the dog and pony show because people have got to stop, start standing up against this. If your kids are in schools wearing a mask, you know, st- stand up against it. You know, if yeah. you want to take talk some, to your governors, your mayors, get the right. mandates out of there. Throw your if you want to take ivermectin, you know, go take some ivermectin. Do some different studies on what you want to take. Like Aaron yeah. Rodgers said, health isn't a one shoe, one size fits all kind of problem. So, you know, for me, that's, you know, what I would say. Do your research. You want to take something different? Take something different. Ivermectin seems to be like a pretty good. I'm not uh, taking from the any studies. Of it. it seems to be like a pretty good Personally. um you know, secondary choice if you want to take some medicine. So I'm yeah. just saying you don't want to take nothing. I ain't taking none of that's it. That's fine. But, you know, if somebody else wants to take it, quit mm. trolling them. Let them talk to his doctor. Oh, his they can take it. For let sure. them figure it out. Absolutely. I don't care what they take. Let they, your immune system. But my immune, that's how I look at it. My immune system should be able to fight whatever. So if, I mean, unless my arm's falling off or I got some serious problems, I'm not taking none of this. Right. That's how I look at it. I mean, my body should be good enough to fight it. And it, it's been working ever. I mean, I'm, I've been good. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you there. I don't know. OBJ Odell Beckham jr. Cut from the Browns after his dad released a video of all the times OBJ was open and Baker did not throw him the ball. So I, you can imagine that probably, you know, caused a lot of, you know, weight room or uh, locker room drama. I'm sure it did. Um, but you know yeah. what one thing is? Everybody's saying like Odell Beckham knew he was going to release the video, and I don't know if he did or not, but 
how can you assume that Odell Beckham knew his dad was going to release that video? Do you think he actually asked his dad for permission to post something? Because I know, it, you know, when I was watching my little brothers play football, if I had some videos of all the times that they called it things, I might have released a video about the coaches. I wouldn't, and if I did, I would not have asked my brothers for permission. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I would have, but you can't assume Odell Beckham was in on it. I don't think, but maybe he was. I don't know. But I mean, I don't love. I don't love the decision. I really don't. I mean, what does it do? It just puts us down another receiver. Some of our receivers are hurt. I mean, I don't think it's Odell's fault that Baker can't throw him the ball properly. I mean, he can't. He can't catch something that's not thrown at him. So I mean, yeah, he does drop it sometimes, but a little bit. But I mean, his route run. He's always open. His route running is ridiculous, and he never gets the ball thrown to him. Which I mean is crazy. But even at that point, if we're gonna release him, can we trade the man? Can we can we at least get a a, a draft pick or something, something for OBJ? I mean, we're just cutting him and, and releasing him to the wayside. Some people say they should have released Baker. I mean, or traded Baker and kept OBJ. Um, so I mean that's a thing. So I, I don't know. I don't love the move. But now that OBJ is gone, I would love to see him in a Jaguars jersey. I'm not going to lie. With uh, Trevor Lawrence there, they don't have yeah. ma many weapons at the receiver. And he could actually, I would love to see him in a Jacksonville jersey. Um, so maybe that's a prediction. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I'm kind of with you there. And, I mean, I'd like to see him in a Bucks jersey. I'd love to see OBJ go to ridiculous. Tampa Bay and go win a Super Bowl after just being released from the terrible Browns. I'm a huge Browns fan, and I want to let you know. And that's why, to me, it's such a travesty. Okay? First off, it shouldn't take Odell Beckham's dad to, to look at tape and realize that an open Odell Beckham is never getting the ball. Isn't that our coaching staff and our film study staff and True that. everybody else in our organization's job to look at the film and say, hey, Baker, Odell's open a good amount of the time. Why are you Throw not throwing it to him? Right? Throw OBJ the ball. So to me, this highlights our problems. Our problems have been management since day one. We don't know how to draft. Yeah, we've we been draft that for years. Baker Mayfield over Josh Allen, over Lamar Jackson. I want to say Deshaun Watson. I believe we could have got Patty Mahomes as well. And we skipped over all of these players in a draft. And here we are with Baker Mayfield. And what blows me up about Browns fans he was a is like, though. oh, be a Browns fan. You, if you want to, if you're a Browns fan and you want to keep Baker, to me, what are what kind of Browns fan are you? Are you a Browns fan that does never wants to win a Super Bowl? Are you a Browns fan that wants to be bottom tier team I mean, year in and year out? Like, how is that being a Browns that bottom fan? tier? How not bottom it, tier? What do you mean? The Browns are what last in their division right now. We might not even make yeah. the playoffs. Well, yeah, he's twenty ninth in the league in, in in touchdowns. Yeah, he's not good, and he never has been. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Matt Stafford. He's not an elite quarterback that's going to get you a Super Bowl. So let's get rid of Baker. I don't really care that we got rid of OBJ, but this is the problem. Cleveland is acting like OBJ was the problem. He's not OBJ was not the problem. Okay. No, he wasn't. And it's he interesting to problem. look into the OBJ Baker story because it makes me even more convinced that Baker's not the guy. You want to know the reason Baker doesn't throw him the ball? 
Because he can't throw the ball? No. Well, yeah, that too. But OBJ likes to break his routes. He runs random routes. Like if he's on a post and it's not open or something, he'll break his routes and get to the open spots on, on, the, on the field. And that's why he's open all the time because he's not stuck on a route. Okay? Baker is he can only throw it to someone running the route of the play. So he can't read when Odell is going to break mm. into a new route. He can't read the defense well enough to know what Odell is doing. And that's why he doesn't throw him the ball because he gets confused at what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I, I could maybe agree with that because I, I feel like you might be able to see somewhat of the confusion in his play. Yeah. Because, I mean, with the with the ball sailing high, the – the scrambles, he, he always seems a little flustered or, or something uh, of the sort. Yeah, and what so I'm saying with know. that is if you're an NFL quarterback, then you have to be able to read your receivers like that. You have to be able to be on the same page as your receivers. And if you can't read a defense well enough to know what your elite receiver is going to do or which way he's going to break. I mean, look at Peyton Manning. He used to run the offense from the offensive line. Yeah. Peyton well, Manning I mean, would be on the same page as his receivers. So. I mean... To me, yeah, Baker's but, the problem, but not OBJ. Pay, I mean, let's be realistic, though. There, there's not going to be many quarterbacks out there that do, that do what Peyton Manning does. Well, so, I, I get mean, that, but I'm just saying we need to. We, it, I mean, I'm not. We can't I'm get not, stuck on a shitbag quarterback. I'm not saying that Baker is the, is the answer, and I almost think that like it almost would have been smarter to keep OBJ because everybody has this low stock option of OBJ now because he hasn't got the ball thrown to him forever, but he can still catch. You, you almost should have traded Baker to somewhere because he has somewhat Some of trade a power. trade power, trade stock. Trade them both. Maybe trade them both and actually, I don't know, get trade somebody. Trade them both for a good QB. But if you continue, and the, the Browns always do this, they continue to play with their players, and then if they get worse, which the trend seems to be there that they continue to get worse, their trade value just plummets. Right. And then you can't trade them. You can get like, you know, uh, uncrustable for them and that's about it. So not I mean, even like a cold, like frozen uncrustable. Yeah. Too, like, like the good ones. You know the, what I mean? Yeah. Like a, a real a hard one. one with the stale bread. Uncrustable. Yeah. You're getting the moldy hard uncrustable with that for sure. All right. So after, so now that we're, I think we're on agreements with the OBJ and Baker thing. Yeah, honestly. Baker's the problem. You know, I think we trade them both. Get a I new still think we could make it with Baker. Let's though, take if a look, he gets look his at the out of his ass. If the he gets Rams his head out away. of his ass, we can, uh, we can uh, do something. I'm just saying. Look at the Rams. Let's take a page out of their book. Goff, Super Bowl quarterback, wasn't good enough. Yeah. They didn't continue to waste their time on him. They realized, hey, we have a Super Bowl roster. We don't have a Super Bowl quarterback. Let's bring in a Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah. So they brought in Stafford. Well, Stafford, that's what needs to happen here in Cleveland. He's elite. We need to realize we don't have a Super Bowl quarterback and get rid of him before he is worth nothing, like you were saying. Yeah. And then it's a waste of another first-round pick. Well, we'll see what happens. In other news, Chris, I think you're going to be eating your words on this one. The Knicks just beat the Bucks. They beat the Bucks. My boy Julius Randle... Beast mode, 32 points, 12 rebounds. So like I said, he's, he's continuing this double-double trend. So you might want to stop sleeping on him. RJ, RJ Barrett, 20 points, 7 rebounds. Young player, still coming into fruition. He's starting to play well. Derrick Rose had 23 points and 8 rebounds. My boy's starting to, my boy starting to hoop Rose again. Hoop. I'm and, okay with D. Rose doing some shit. I mean, and you know, one thing, 
The the Knicks shot, I think, twenty five percent from the three line in this given night against the Bucks. So I said live by the three, die by the three, but they shot the three terribly and still beat the Bucks. Now, I will give you this. They didn't have Chris Middleton, and obviously Chris Middleton is the second best player on the Bucks. I mean, he's a beast. So that's gonna throw a, a pipe wrench in there a little bit. But I mean, the Knicks are are I think the Knicks are something to talk about. What do you think, bro? I mean, they did beat the Bucks. I, I did say, so I kind of ate my words a little here. I did say that the Bucks would beat the Knicks, and then here they go losing to them. However, you said it I, in one of your last sentences there. Middleton's gone, okay? And Middleton is arguably as good as Randall. Oh, wait. Remember this, the funny though. thing. They arguably, did blow a 20-point lead. The Bucks had a 19, 18-point lead, and they blew that. Probably because they didn't have Middleton. So I'm just going to wow. say that. I mean, Middleton's up there with Randall. He's definitely better than everybody else on the Knicks. And I, mean, I, I think that I is the problem with, with the Knicks. That's why I don't see the Knicks going very far. I mean, without Middleton, that's a huge deal. Huge, huge deal. I mean, that's like when Steph lost Clay Thompson. That's like when LeBron lost Kyrie. That I mean, that's what it's like. You know but, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, injuries. They happen, and that's that's a huge. I was not an injury. I think it was COVID, maybe or something. I think I'm it was not, a COVID. COVID. I, yeah, I'm not sure what it was, maybe. but missed a couple games, and that's why the Knicks won. So I'm not even alarmed. You know, mm. I saw that they lost, and I was like, oh shoot, I might eat my words. And then I realized that Middleton didn't play, and I was like, oh, well, I'm not worried about that because. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Middleton thing is big, but you got to look at the Knicks. They are kind of untraditional as. As a team, like you're saying, you need, you know, two, three. But they're deep. They, they had three players score 20. And then they yeah. still had Evan Fournier and some other players contributing. So, I mean, and maybe, it's a, even... maybe they're figuring out a different uh, method for a new team type of uh, composition. I don't know. I mean, without Middleton, Giannis has to go 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds to get a win. He had 25 points. I think seven rebounds. So, so seven wait. rebounds. So Julius Randle outplayed Giannis in this game. He did. Hmm. Interesting. Everybody has Julius is night. a beast, I mean, bro. I, I said Julius was a beast. beast. I said that, but I, I don't think Julius is enough to carry him through. As I keep saying, let's see where they stand in the NBA right now, just for for shits and gigs. Who the Knicks or the Bucks? We'll look at both. The both Knicks are five. The Bucks are ten. So they're Ooh, not even in. The Bucks are out of one the game. They're missing like the playoffs back. right one, now. Two games back. Six and three for the Knicks. Four and five for the Bucks. See if the Knicks scoot in on that five spot, they definitely can make it out of the first round. That's what we've been saying. Now, if but they what have happens to... if if the Knicks lose like Barrett? Do you think they're winning anything? Well, okay. Well, probably not. Well, how are well, well, why are COVID? They... Oh, you're saying for one or two games? Well, I'm talking about a season here. I'm talking about they're going to make the playoffs. And if they make it at five seed, four seed, six seed, they can win that first round. If yeah, they're playing, they, they might. I told you they weren't going past the second. They could possibly squeak a first round victory yeah, out of there. That's what I'm calling. They're not going past the second. Second's going to be tough. I mean, we'll see, though. If they continue to develop like they're developing and that three-point shot is on in the playoffs, they're going to be tough to beat. They got a we'll deep roster. Out. So, great weekend for fighting sports. If you love fighting sports, combat yes. sports. Love it. We love combat love sports. Em. Boxing, MMA. 
We don't miss very many fights. It's one no, of our yeah. favorite things probably is to watch, you know, Absolutely. fights. And we got one of the best weekends probably that you could look at in combat history, maybe. I mean, I'm not this, sure. This, this weekend, is a great weekend. This weekend right here, honestly, it's one of the best fight weekends that we've seen in our lifetime, to be honest. I mean, to UFC and boxing throwing huge events on the same exact night. And the names on this card are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just amazing. Who's fighting, bro? So this weekend, we're going to have in the boxing arena, we're going to have Caleb Plant versus Canelo Alvarez. My gosh. So a lot of people would argue that Canelo could have potentially beat Mayweather had they met, you know, a little bit later in Canelo's career. If you ask Canelo, he, if you ask Canelo, he says he would beat him now. Yeah. Darren Williams is fighting too soon. He's uh, fighting. The, is he fighting on the same? No. Oh, he's fighting on the undercard? Fighting. Oh my goodness! And then who's he fighting? Wait, Jay, Jay, who's who's, who's he fighting? Yeah, who's he fighting, Jay? Figure that out for us, Jay, and, and let us know. But you got Canelo Alvarez, who some people say Mayweather would get beat by Canelo later on in his career. Mayweather's the goat. Okay. Yeah. He's the goat. I didn't always love him. It's kind of like that Tom Brady thing. Didn't always love Tom Brady until I could no longer say that he wasn't the goat. Yeah. And now I love Tom Brady. Okay. So. Mayweather is very similar to that same kind of guy. Some people hate him. Um, oh, Darren Williams is fighting Frank Gore. Yeah, that's basketball versus NFL, NBA oh versus NFL. That's gonna be epic. So, um, we get like these entertainment fights now. Wait, is that is wait is that in the Jake Paul card or is that in the Canelo card? That might be Jake Paul. I think card. that's a Jake Paul card. That's on. I think that's on the Jake Paul Tommy Fury card. Yeah, that is. But it's that. still. That, I mean, that's still gonna be a great fight. I don't think it's this weekend. That's not this but, weekend. Um. You know, like I said, Canelo could possibly one of the greats. You know, Caleb Plant's undefeated, trying to prove himself. Yeah. He's an American, American which I love. Right? Yeah, I'm always rooting for the American. So, who who are you taking in the in the Plant in the Plant and Canelo fight? What's your predictions here? So, what I'm thinking, um, I don't love my prediction because, again, Caleb Plant's an American, and I wish I I, I could predict that he's gonna win. So I'm going to say that I want Caleb Plant to win, but I'm going to predict that he gets knocked out in eight rounds or less. Eight rounds or less. Honestly, I was actually kind of going with the same thing. Like, I love boxing. I love America. So usually I go for the American. Just like Deontay, I was rooting for Deontay Wilder, Wilder against Fury. He's um, not good enough to beat Fury, though. I, well, I was just rooting for him. But... Canelo holds a special place in my heart, to be honest, because he is just so, so yeah, he's, he's good. I love watching Canelo fight. So I would love to see Caleb Plant come up with the upset and bring one home for America. I don't know that that's going to happen. I have Canelo Alvarez beating him in eight. He's probably going to knock him out. He is going to so be got the same prediction. He's going to be <laughs> dancing around him. He's going to be dodging his punches. He's going to be. Hitting him with well, those saw the, hard body shots. I mean, did you see the 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 lineup when Caleb Plant like tried to slap him or punch him or something, and, and Canelo, <laughs> he dodged like, it, dodged it, and slapped him twice? Or something? Yeah, for sure, hilarious. Yeah, I did see that. He dodged the hell out of it, did he? 
Uh, He's so fast. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so, I mean, after seeing that, like, Caleb, that was the wrong play, my yeah, boy. He for sure. missed him on the – he wasn't even ready he to – like, he, he was just chilling, and he still missed him, and then he clapped missed. you twice with little slaps. Yeah, he's – He didn't even have to punch you because he's so classy. He's like, I'll just slap this dude twice right, and laugh. Right. Yeah, he's – he's it's going to be tough to beat Canelo. Like I said, we're we're, we're trying to – we're kind of rocking for Plant because he's an American, but it's going to be very difficult to beat Canelo, so yeah. I, I can't – Well, you saw my prediction. Hide. My prediction's yeah. Canelo. Mine too, absolutely. So the next fight, Thug Rose versus Wei Li. Now, you already know who we're picking on this. Yeah, America all the know. way. Now, this is a UFC card. This is – Fuck communism. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck China. This is America versus China, baby. Thug Rose is about to show her exactly Again. what she showed her last time. She's about to knock her out. Now, I do think Wei Li is going to be fighting with a little bit of a chip on her shoulder because they always do in the second fight. So I don't think it's going to end as quick. But I have Thug Rose giving her the hands in round four. She's knocking her out in round four. She's laying <laughs> Wei Li to sleep, sleep. Yeah. No, I'm with you. You know, America versus China. Thug Rose Namajunas. I think that's how you say it. Namajunas. And then you got Wei Li Zhang. And then you also got Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington later. Or actually, that's, I think, maybe one of the first fights. Or No, that's the main card. That's, that's the, the last card? fight. Oh, that's the, the first fight there. is the Michael Chandler versus... So you got Michael Chandler and... Who? Michael Chandler. Gaethje, that's right. Yeah, Michael Chandler Gaethje. What in the a first card. Round. My goodness. First fight. Then you got... Thug Rose and Wei Lee, and then you got Usman and Covington all on the same card. I mean, yeah. I, Dana White always says this is the best card we ever created. Every this UFC, is a good card. it's like a running joke we have here, yeah. especially me and the producer Jay. But this might be the best so, card they ever created. Yeah, this one might be it. Who do you? So actually, now that we bring that up, who do you have for the Gaethje Chandler fight? I already know who you're gonna say. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Thug Rose, Wei Lee. Thug Rose knocks her out within three rounds. Just oh, by giving three. her them hands. Okay, got yeah, him. I three. got her in three rounds. And you saw Wei Li was looking real American when she was in yeah, that press she shaved conference. Her. She gave her a little and buzz cut or she something. She also is training in America, so that shows smart woman where she wants to be, at least in my eyes. Um, I want to go back. So to I'm China. going Thug Rose three rounds, and then I think I think Kamaru beats Colby Covington into a pulp, just like he did the first time. Okay, mm -hmm. and then I think Colby runs out of the octagon, doesn't shake his hand. As much as Ooh. I'd like to root for Colby, I just don't think he's good I'm enough. I'm going to beat against you on that one. Kamaru Snoozman. I'm going against you on that Snoozman's one. Snoozman's the most boring champ that we've seen. It's like watching the, the, the Duncan Spurs so, play and basketball. And you still didn't answer the question about the Gaethje. I was getting there. Yeah. I was getting there. Slowly. So Gaethje Chandler. I'm going Gaethje. UFC man. I knew you were going Forget Gaethje. Bellator. I like the way Gaethje fights. Yeah. He lost to Khabib, I think, only, really. Maybe he lost to someone else in there. Maybe Poirier. Poirier. Think, yeah, he lost to Poirier. Which Poirier's been Poirier's showing out really lately. nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, Gaethje is the real deal. Chandler seems to be somewhat untested. And I just like Gaethje. So I'm going to go Gaethje with a knockout in three. Yeah. That I don't is that a that's probably not a title fight. So that probably is a three round fight there. I think it's probably like a up and like. It might be a five, uh, though. Yeah, it might be a five because they're like he uh, higher, higher. Yeah, ranking. like a fighting next for the title kind of. Yeah. Fight. So it might be five. I, I kind of tend to agree with you. My, didn't Michael Chandler lose his last fight? I, I feel I like he, he did. did. Didn't he, he lost to uh, the champ, I think, Oliveira. 
Is that oh, right? Oh, well, who did he lose to, Jack? Oliver. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a good person to lose to, but I, I don't know. But he, he got just... that fight. I think that was like one of his first fights in, in the UFC. That right. had to have been how they got him over to well, the that's, UFC yeah, I mean, in the contract. Right. We'll give you a title fight. And so, he lost, which, so like you're saying, he's battle tested in the UFC. Yeah, Oliveira looked good. So, and Gaethje, we love Gaethje. We've always loved Gaethje. He's a boxer. He stands up and fights you. Michael Chandler seems more like a wrestler, you know. <clears throat> I don't, you know, I don't love the wrestling style. I'm a I boxer. Mean, I want the boxer. I'll just win. say, Khabib I'm going Gaethje in three. Oh no, I'm going Gaethje in two. Actually, he's going to knock him out in two. I know you like the knockout style, but I'll just say this: Khabib is the goat, and the reason he he's is, the no, goat, he's not the goat. John Jones he, is the well, goat. John Jones, maybe, not, arguably. I'm just saying, Khabib is yeah. arguably the goat, and the reason is is because he's a ground fighter, yeah. not because he's a stand-up guy. Oh, I don't know. I think John Jones is a goat for sure. John Jones has some losses though. To, he has one loss, and it's because he got disqualified. He got on some and, but he shit. was beating the brakes off. He did get DQ'd on some dumb shit. You he should was, know that, though. He elbowed him he in the was, head while he was That guy out. stood no chance. He was he was getting slaughtered. Yeah. No, he was. I so don't I mean, disagree with that. Okay. Um. So also the cut. So also Kobe Covington. I've been disagreeing with you on the Usman Covington fight. I'm going with Covington, and I'm going to go with three simply because he's an American. No, no, not because he's an American. American made. He has. He is American Tough made. Like steel. He voted for Trump, so there's that, you know. Um, but no, it's built because because he's built for tough. And I just think he has a chip on his shoulder. You know, he has a chip on his shoulder. I always talk about that in the second fight. The people with the chip on the shoulder, they always come in. He was probably watching tape, seeing where his weaknesses are. I hope he was. Usman was too. He though. was probably training very difficult very hard and Usman might you know he might little underclass well, him a little step bit. on his feet <clears throat> and you know Covington really dislikes him so I think that, that makes maybe, it worse for a fighter. it might it does make it worse but if he can fight and control that aggression and use it in his advantage it could turn the tables I think like Covington's gonna time. surprise everyone uh, Usman I don't I think I think it's gonna go quick I think either Usman's gonna beat him quick or I think Covington's gonna knock him out I don't think yeah, this fight's going, going the distance. That one will they, be a longer fight. They got animosity. They're gonna try to, they're gonna try to break each other's jaw in the first ten seconds. Usman already broke his jaw. Well, then it's if he breaks his jaw again, it definitely ain't going to five. That's so I, we'll see. That's what I'm saying. I think it's gonna go. I think that one's gonna be a shorter fight, but it's gonna be a slaughterhouse. It's hard for me to like Colby as American as he is. I feel like he sleeps with an eagle. <laughs> he might sleep with an eagle. He might, but nonetheless, like he's just a little bit over the top. He's almost, I don't too know, too much he's, for he's you. Too he's much. too much for you. No, he's a little like wow. He like attacks people's families. He, he like yeah, says true. all he says is everything he says is just like not like it's just like the whole tribal thing was kind of weird. The yeah. whole tribal. His and it's not that entertaining because it's like white trash jokes. Like all he said, "Oh, my suit's worth more than your car." Like that's all he that kept saying the other suit. night. Like that dog. was an ugly suit. I'm not gonna like lie. Okay, I it mean, looked it like looked it was okay. graffiti spray painted. Uh, you're paying that much for a suit, but do you invest? I don't know. He probably doesn't invest like, in anything. He, he's an idiot. Right. The suit matched your book, which is good. But right. I, if you're buying a suit and you got that much money. That wasn't a Gucci suit or not. Gucci ain't made no. You like said that who ugly. made it, but I don't. It was, but that's all I'm saying. That was like, ugly. The trash talking was kind of corny. Like McGregor, I love when McGregor trashed because he's funny. He's witty. He comes up with all this crazy shit that makes you laugh. 
Colby just says the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Well, kind of yeah. makes himself look like an idiot, and then he goes right to I, a racial joke. I just don't just love like, Usman because he's a he's boring to watch. No, he's I don't un-American. Like he's snooze. He's not even sure. American. So I mean, that's a thing. That he was stepping on toes in one of his title fights. I, I mean, come on. I don't disagree with that. That was. Weird. And then Kobe Covington called him out because he faked an eye poke. And in the replay, he faked it on the eye that was on the opposite side of where his hand was. So, like, if he would have had actual an eye poke, it would have been the opposite eye, but he was faking it to get a timeout. So Covington said if he wouldn't have faked that, he would have knocked him out in the first fight. So, I, I mean, see that. you're out here stepping on toes, faking eye pokes. You're out here, I don't know. So where do you got lame. Colby then? What do you got Colby in? What's three. What? Colby knocking knock out, out three. three. Yeah, that's what I got. Yes, right. sir. I honestly, I hope you, I hope that you're right because I don't like yeah. Snoozman as a champ. I just think that he's good. Um, so I hope that you're right, and I hope that this is one of the times that my prediction's wrong and yours is right. It's gonna be right. It doesn't bro. happen. Yours often. is usually wrong. But and mine's I'm, usually I'd be okay right. with this. One. But, but just like the Bucks, Knicks. Well, that's yeah. what that's the show for today. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you haven't, please like, subscribe, comment. Everything. Notification bell. Notification bell. Turn the notifications on. Yep. You can find us on Facebook, on YouTube, at just search Chris and Ant, and we will pop up. So please go follow that. That's right, and go get the book, Sell More, Live More. You can get it at Amazon. You can get it on Barnes & Noble if you want it on there. The hardback on. I'm going to get the hardback on Barnes and & Noble. And if you're an accredited investor who's not investing go to loom.investments type in your email let's have a chat because we can help you uh you know beat inflation because it's pretty high right now yep let's get it so again thanks for joining us and until next time